Hey guys, it's Monday and we are so excited to be back with you with the Worst Church Podcast ever. Here with my favorite dudes as always. I have Tony Barker. Hey. Aaron Fields. Oh, hey there. And Trent Carpenter. Hello, folks. Like I always say, Monday's my favorite because we got awesome comments. I uh, no, I'm not I'm not too hyped. No. About uh, this well, have awesome I'm comments. Be we have horrible comments. Well, You're the worst. Well one thing. We have one bad comment, but we have one good one. So yeah. should I read the bad one first and then Get come it out back the way. to the good one? Let's end bad. Okay. okay. Let's I want to end bad. Okay. Let's end so, bad, guys. Shout out to Justin W., our most faithful commenter. Yes. He says... He's a fine fella. The synopsis of my comments had me cracking up so much that I'm going to have to go back and listen again for the scripture. Yeah. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> I agree. He, <laughs> it's in there. He comments so much. He, even I sometimes wonder, what's he talking he, about he, now? I have to go back and listen. Yeah, because Wait a minute, what are we talking about? It, what do you say, Jason? There's <laughs> lots of shenanigans, a little bit of Jesus there. Yeah. All right, and next is Taitlin D. I am super, yes. I am, I'm disappointed in her, but I'm Dude. wondering what yeah. he says. Here's the beauty. You can trash her all you want because clearly from your comments, she won't hear it. Not going to hear it anyway. (laughs) Say what you want. She says, I quit listening to the podcast. I mean, I tried to start listening again and couldn't do it. So I've officially quit now. Like she told us not once, but twice that she hates the podcast. We get it. We get it. She's the worst. She's the worst. Taylin, you are not allowed to listen anymore. Yes. Can we ban her? You are officially banned from the podcast. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I was going to actually take all of our money from our commercials. And actually give it to her. Oh, not now. Not now. She don't get it. No. Her don't get it. The you produ- get The producer's nothing. making a note. You She's lose. Just banned. You get <laughs> nothing. Tony, can you check that off with the producer while yeah. we talk real quick? Can you get that? Okay. Yeah, got it. He's good. got it. He's got it. Thank you. Give me the thumbs up back there. <laughs> but look, listen. We're good. Here, Taylin, this is for you. The title of our... Uh, scripture is can't stop, won't stop. Oh. Can't stop, won't can't. stop. Except for you. Give it yeah. to her. You stop. So, um, and we are Full reading... Stop. We are reading out of Acts 9 today, and it says, Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for the letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The first thing, I thought it was funny when he he says, who are you? And then he says, Lord, like, I really know who you are, but I'm going to ask anyways. Or maybe you know it's someone pretty powerful when they uh, can knock you off. Uh, And not only just knock him down, he's blind now. He can't see. Yeah. So here we have, we talked about Saul back when we were talking about Stephen. He was one of the guys there. They were like, leading up this this awful murder of, of, of all the Christians and anyone preaching the gospel. So he's walking down the road. Do you remember the verse you read Thursday? The was, key part of the verse that says, they laid Stephen's clothes closed at, his at feet. Saul's feet. feet. Yeah. Let's think of that too. He, yeah. was, he was like, thumbs up, do yeah. it. Go ahead. End Go. it. Yeah. So, but now we have, you know, now God has come to Saul and he said, I'm going to, basically I'm going to use you to, make, to be the change here. I'm going to take you, this awful person. You murder people in my name. You do awful things. And so now I'm going to change you. So That'd be one way of being changed, though. You just stroll along, yeah. like and, Area and, 51 moment. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the gates of heaven open up, and there's, there's God talking to you. But, yes, he so he's blind. And then um, is that he, uh, Ananias? Is that right? He talks, uh, God goes to Ananias, tells him to go to Paul, and to, to help, you know, tell him, like, Jesus is, 
um, you know, you're going to go and preach the gospel. I'm going to help. I came here to help you see. And like scales fell off of his eyes. It was really, that's one of my favorite stories because yeah. it shows what God can do with people. Yeah. Like no matter how awful called Paul was a murderer. He murdered Christians because they were following Jesus. Uh-huh. And at the end, He's preaching the gospel. He's going out doing some amazing it's, things. Maybe it's this miraculous. chapter or, yeah. or next, but your boy uh, Barnabas plays a role too. I love Barnabas. Because they're all arguing like, no, no, this is a trick, whatever. And Barnabas is like, just bring him in. That's pretty cool yeah. too. So, and I just have to ask. So Saul turns to Paul. They're the same person, right? <laughs> really? Aaron, Aaron? Really? We're going now, here, guys? Well, we're like 115 into this. What are we doing, guys? Is Saul, what are we doing? Is Saul and Paul the same as Elisha and, and Elijah? Elijah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. Sorry about that. I'm, I'm being hard on Bub. You got to open yeah. up old wounds, do sis, sis is being hard on Bub. Yeah. It was, just, it was just starting to heal. <laughs> you cut me deep. So my question to you guys is, you know, Paul was miraculously changed here. That was a huge change. How do you guys deal with change? I am not. I don't, I don't do, like I do. it. I don't I'm like awful change. Awful with change. I am too. Like it's hard on me. Yeah. I can always adapt, but change it's is hard, on hard for me. So, Paul had a big change. I don't even like to move my furniture. You know. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm probably opposite. I love change. Do you? Yeah. I get bored with some like this. I get kind of just bored with the root, which I have to look for that because if not, I'll just. Yeah. Switch too much. Right. But I have to watch not changing too much. Yes. Because I love the My just... mom's like that. Like, she'll come yeah. into my house and she'll be like, you need some new curtains and we need to paint this and we can rearrange it. And I'm like, well, what's wrong with my stuff? Leave my stuff alone. Yeah. I like it just yeah. the way it is. It's been I, like this for 10 years. Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. Ellen gets that way too. She's a changer. But I'm yeah. now keep things the same. And I'm always just like, if it works... I don't if know why you would change. Yeah. If it's not break, if don't, it's not broke, don't, don't fix it. Fix it was right. it's always kind of my mindset. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I like I even like it's so bad that like I take offense to when someone wants to change something because I'm like, what's wrong with it? Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you like it? And it's right. like, well, it's Absolutely. not that I don't like it. And I understand that. Like, it's not that you don't like it. It's just like, how could it be better? Or how could it be more? Or how could it be? But to me, it's like, no, this is working. With it. But I mean, that's every area of my life. Like, it's a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I've once again, that, we though. get stuck in that comfort zone yeah. and, and we don't like to change mm-hmm. anything that we do. Yeah. And it's, this is like, just really just, this is the story I tell people when they're like, oh, so-and-so, like, they're never going to go to church or they're never going to get over addiction. And I'm like, you know, I'm pretty sure that if God can change Paul, who was a murderer, he murdered Christians. And now he's Which out. Saul. Yeah, Saul. He, so, he, Saul murdered Christians. Paul is out preaching the gospel. That was Saul. Yeah, so this I'm, is Paul. I'm pretty sure that God can do anything. Maybe this will be the episode like only three people listen to, so I won't cause quite the stir. But I thought of this. When I was a kid, went to a church. Why would only very, three people listen to this? I was joking. But okay. tr- very traditional. <laughs> and I remember Pick up one on of their statements. Ready? Alicia. I'm open the can of worms, guys. Get ready for the comments to flow in. This is going to, this might uh, end the podcast. We're getting hate mail. It is. Here he comes. In our church, I remember they said, well, he can't be a pastor. Why? Because he's been divorced. Oh, snap. And I remember reading. Oh, snap. Oh, as, snap. I'm a 13-year-old kid doesn't know the rules. So I'm just like, okay, I get it. Maybe that's a verse. But I remember reading thinking, this guy literally killed his own people. <laughs> and God said, I'm going to use you to pretty much lead the whole revolution. Yeah. Absolutely. And I thought, boy, do we love to put stipulations on what people are allowed to do. Well, and I mean, like, like yeah. in the name of God and rules. Yeah. No, no, you can't. You're not. Mm-mm. I mean, obviously, I yeah. never murdered anybody, but I didn't always live a great Christian obviously. life, right? Obviously. Obviously, or I just never I got caught. Or I just never got caught. But, um, 
like it, it is inspiring to me, you know, to read this. Cause I'm like, you know, when I first started doing all of this church thing and I was like, I'm, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like I'm, the, I don't know the Bible and you know, and I have people that come into cross kids and they're like, Oh, I can't teach. I don't, I don't know the Bible well. And I'm like, I mean, let's go learn together. So, you know, it's just amazing how God can take someone. I was you know, broken. Mm-hmm. My marriage was on the rocks. It was, it was awful. Like, I, and I do, I, I'll yeah. say this and it's kind of under code, but oh, I'm trying to make it Katisha. under code. Cause you'll get it feels maybe the rest of them probably won't. But listen, I don't know what under did code I go is. from Fel- Felicia to Alicia? To yeah. <laughs> But I have a friend who went through some really tough stuff. Mm-hmm. Loves God, great guy, and hit some really hard times. But what hit me was really sad is someone showed me a post he shared online, and he said, I don't know what God can do with a guy like me. And it was kind of cool because even some people I thought would be kind of super churchy, like do whatever he wants, which mm-hmm. is cool to hear. But I thought, ultimately, why is he doing He's ultimately, he knows the game. Yeah. When something bad happens to you or something in your life becomes public, then everybody jumps on it. Oh, yeah. I can't believe like truly killing their own. And I thought that's why in a way you're hurting, but yeah. two, you're also publicly like you're trying to beat them to the punch and say, and I thought, man, that's, we, we screw this up a lot. But, yeah. And I think even the early church, they're like, no, 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 not him. You can, yeah. not, not him. He and Barnabas can. is like, dudes, listen, it's God. God do whatever and then he wants. Paul had to do the same thing with Peter later on. Yeah. yeah. He was trying to separate him between, oh, now the Jewish Christians, we're going to hang out over here. Now yeah. you Gentile Christians hang out. And he's like, no, 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 no. No, that's not how this works. Mm-hmm. Now quit putting quit putting limitations on what God can do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know? like I said, this is definitely my favorite. I use this all the time. Do you, do you guys struggle with clicks? Clicks? Like, or not, no, none of us would say that. Do you guys struggle with enjoying being around people similar to you? Do you mm-hmm. Like, as you think through your life, do you, do you naturally kind of gravitate to people way different or because I think there's kind of two types of people I think you have some they're just like I don't I, I'll tolerate it but I really don't want to be with people that don't think like me but maybe same economic what do you guys think and then there's other people I've watched I'm like they should not fit in that group and they love I don't know it's like I think some have a different spirit God gave them like, yeah I think most mystery. I think most people they did they you naturally gravitate to people who have same interests and stuff like that. So I would say that's that would be the bulk of people. I'd I'd probably say in my life, yeah, I probably tend to move towards. The, I mean, but I have people in my life who don't think the same way that I do, or don't go to church, or don't, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm not even saying we don't like or right, that. I just think I, some people no, like, kind of like I don't. I'm not as comfortable if I'm sure. honest with around this group. I'd rather sure. just do my thing. Yeah, um, I agree. It feels. I, I think most people. Gra- you can watch that either at on Sunday mornings or at schools yeah. or you see like you got your groups that gather around yeah. people that are around all the time or but I will, like being around them. And I will say this and, and I, I know we've gone a little while on this one, yeah. but I'll, I'll say, I don't know if any teenagers listen to this or anything, but this to me has always been, and I try to tell them this often, like high school, college, you'll never experience anything like this again, where you are put in a place with people from all, I mean, literally from all different mindsets and, mm-hmm. and, and backgrounds and home lives and stuff like that, where you are around them every single day and have an opportunity to get to know them, to be friends with them, to make relationships with them. I have friends who I had in high school, who I was best friends with, who lived a completely different lifestyle from me. They were raised differently than me. They were, and they, I loved them. They were my best one, some of my best friends. 
and we lost touch over the years um, and for different reasons. Um, but uh, the, it really is, there's something to that when you put yourself in situations, mm. you know, I have found myself now, I think we as Christians tend to want to bubble up yeah. and stay in our own little areas and do our, let's make our own thing yeah. and do it our own way so that, and then we can tell it, well, you can come in and be a part of this instead of saying, no, we're going to go out yeah. and be a part of that, Yeah, you know? And then we're going to saturate the area with Jesus. You know what I mean? That's yeah. I, I, think. I the only time that I've ever been uncomfortable in a crowd of people were super religious people. Like yeah. in and that's the only time I can. I feel like I've always been able to, you know, when, to fit in anywhere and talk to anybody. You hanging know, out by the pool at the hotel. Yeah, hanging out, <laughs> ha- hanging out on the patio. I loved it. I had a great time. Yeah. There was like it was lots of. I, mean, I even some let my stuff going some on, stuff huh? going on that maybe my kids should not have been there with, but you know that's where Jesus yeah. would have been. The only place I have never felt comfortable is in some of the old churches that I did attend, and that's pretty sad. Mm-hmm. So would you say? It's pretty. So would you say the idea is for us as Christ followers is to go where Jesus would go? Yes, that's mm. my favorite place to go. Mm. I'm not so sure as we close today. It's not even. I, I think that's step one. Sadly, we've missed that. I think mm-hmm. step two those including the people Jesus would include. Yeah. That's kind of hit me lately. It's like, oh yeah, I'll go on your turf. But it's like, what's it really mean to include you into? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to eat with you. I'm going, you know, I don't, yeah. I think, I don't think we want to do that. We yep. just, we want to stay in a bubble and live in We're safety, not here so. to visit you. We're here to be with you. I'm yeah. here to fix you. It's basically, right, we yeah. always right. have that mindset. I'm going to fix we you. We do. We have a savior complex. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, it's another long Monday. Sorry about that. We get deep on Mondays. We will see you tomorrow. Bye. Hashtag deep. Thanks for listening to the worst church podcast ever. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever else you listen. And leave us a comment. We'd love to hear what you think. We'll see you next time.